shameful raid and break-in of my home, Mar-a-Lago, was a travesty of justice. Trump and the MAGA Republicans made their choice. We can choose to build a better America, or we can continue down this sliding path of oblivion to where we don't want to go. The weird thing about that particular statement from the president, aside from the fact that on Labor Day he did continue down that MAGA Republican path, is that he's the president of the United States, and Democrats control Congress. One of the, one of the little oddities with that whole statement. I mean, we were talking earlier that uh, in terms of the direction of the country, a lot of people not too happy. And yes, Donald Trump back out campaigning in Pennsylvania a very key state. In fact, I just fielded a couple of questions about Pennsylvania on social that perhaps we'll tee up a little bit later on the show. But the news yesterday that broke that indeed there will be a special master appointed to oversee the investigation with the evidence that was seized from Mar-a-Lago by the FBI. Ryan Schmelz, a uh, Fox News, is joining us now to uh, break this down and tell us what happened. What's going on? Hey, Ryan. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so uh, what what's the story here? We we got the special master yesterday. Some of the uh, finer points associated with that, Philson. Yeah, so the the judge has the judge in this case did officially order a special master to be appointed. And what's another uh, interesting tidbit here is that the judge also ordered the Justice Department to stop reviewing the documents. So this is uh, a, a temporary victory for. Uh, for former President Trump and his legal team. Now, we're starting to see now that, that Friday will be a new deadline where both parties will be allowed to submit who they want to be uh, the special master in this case. And the special master, as many of your, view, of your viewers probably know, is pretty much going to be a legal third party to review the documents here. Yeah, Ryan, I mean, that immediately was the big question. And uh, I received a lot of listeners wanting, wondering, hey, uh, you know, who is this going to be? How does this work? And uh, I guess the answer is we still do not know. But you bring up a, a good update here. So Friday, there's there's a deadline and, and you get to try to make your choice and, and see how that goes, huh? Pretty much, yes. And both both sides are allowed to pitch and, and, and submit nominations they think would be good for uh, the special master to be. Now, it, one thing to bring up in, in questioning of this is because, uh, you know, we've been talking about special master. It's likely going to be, uh, or usually in this case, it's somebody with a legal background, right? Uh, a, a, a professor of law at a local university or maybe a, a former judge. But this is an interesting case because this involves a lot of classified and, and, very, and potentially very important government documents so it, I, it might limit who's actually qualified to oversee the documents you know ryan you bring up such a good point there about the specificity of this material and it kind of brought back thoughts of robert Mueller. obviously robert Mueller was brought back from beyond to become the uh, special prosecutor in the trump russia collusion investigator it sounds as though we could be talking about you know, a, a different version of a similar thing here to where maybe it would be somebody who had been at a level kind of like that, which might reemerge on the scene. And it's very interesting you say that, because I feel like a lot of people have been trying to get me to give good examples of somebody who uh, would represent a special master. And that's very interesting to bring up Robert Mueller, who was was a Republican, but also uh, was seen as a potentially an unbiased source when it came to looking over that case so i think that's a really good example you gave right there 
Yeah, so uh, this all goes down Friday, and you bring it the point in the meantime, nothing else is supposed to be reviewed. But, Ryan, as I understood it, because a couple weeks had gone by before Team Trump ended up uh, making this appeal, uh, I believe the Fed said they had actually reviewed everything, haven't they? That's that's what we understand, is that they have actually reviewed a lot of the documents and, and you know, identified a small number of, of documents that could be attorney-client privilege, because that's one of the main things that they are going to be looking at here. And, and when we talked about this being a victory for Trump, there were some things that did not go his way. The judge did not immediately order uh, the seized documents returned to any of the evidence. So that's still going to be uh, going to be a factor here. But yeah, they'll be looking over kind of what what documents, serve, if, if any of the documents serve as attorney-client privilege, and that's where we go from there. Gotcha. All right, Ryan. Good update. Appreciate you taking the time to share with us. Absolutely. Anytime. Ryan Schmelz, Fox News Radio. couple of related notes. If you go back a week ago, I mentioned this would happen. And there are a lot of reasons why it would happen, starting with the premise, right? My one frustration, as I've expressed with this situation, wherever it goes and whatever you think is or isn't appropriate with the Mar-a-Lago raid and that investigation, it all needs to be filtered through the premise of the Department of Justice and the FBI as it pertains to Donald Trump. I mean, this goes into a category unto its own. Everybody talks about, well, it's unprecedented to have a former president's home raided. I'll tell you what's even more unprecedented than that. It's far more unprecedented to have a candidate for president of the United States have a fraudulent Russian opposition research piece peddled through the FISA court by top-level Department of Justice and FBI officials. It is far more unusual at that point to have the FISA court allow this fraudulent surveilling of a candidate of the uh, for the presidency of the United States. The, the surveilling take place, and then that person become the president of the United States and still for approximately the first six months of his presidency, be surveilled by these operatives with the Department of Justice and the FBI. And to the point of where we are in this particular investigation, that premise is important, but it's every bit as relevant to acknowledge that the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigation are still to this day under federal criminal investigation for their malfeasance associated with that conspiracy. So if you're Team Trump, the easiest argument in the world is to go back to a judge and say, look, you see these people over here? The people, A, who ordered this raid, the people who, B, carried it out, because, oh, by the way, the other detail I brought you, and the category of you can't make this up, we know the Miami field office was cut completely out of the raid of Mar-a-Lago. They were not notified this was even taking place until they were just within a few minutes of rolling up on Mar-a-Lago. We also know that it took approximately 60 hours from the time that you had the judge that signed off on the search warrant before you had the FBI go to Mar-a-Lago, if this was such an urgent thing, why the 60 hours? Well, because that's how long it took them in Washington, D.C. to assemble the Crossfire Hurricane team. 
See, this wasn't any FBI team that went in there and carried this out. It happened to be the exact same team, minus a few members who had been outed and are out of the FBI, but the rest of the remaining team that carried out the Trump-Russia collusion conspiracy that are under direct federal criminal investigation right now. And also an internal FBI investigation. You, you got these actors that are all part of an internal affairs investigation, even with it, and they're assembled to go get this stuff from Mar-a-Lago. It is the easiest argument in the world to turn to that judge and say, these people over here, the people who did this, the people who ordered this, the people that are investigating this, did that to my client. They did that to the former president of the United States. How can there not be an independent third party who oversees whatever's going to happen here? And so if for no other reason, that was always going to mean we get a special master in this case. But yes, to the point of what we were just talking with Ryan about, who's it going to be? You know, we obviously do not know and probably going to be a little while before we do. All right, coming up, we'll have Natalie in a trending story. Plus, what's going on in the financial markets? Another brutal week, generally last week. We'll take a look at that and also what's going on right now here in the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.